This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. There is so much conversation in the industry right now about how LOs can get in good with realtors. It's up to loan originators to figure out the best way to break through the noise and create connections with their real estate partners. And our guests in this episode have a lot of great insights on how LOs should set themselves up for success in pursuit of real relationships with agents. It's coming up on episode 55 of Good Better Broker. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. Welcome back to Good Better Broker as we bring in Jason DuPont and DJ Christofferson. They are with Fast Mortgage Closings powered by Nexa Mortgage. Gentlemen, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So you guys are no strangers to our campus. I I feel like I see you guys here every couple of weeks. The The first question I want to ask you is, have you gotten an apartment here in the Metro Detroit area? No, no. They can Airbnb though. Yeah, that, Wouldn't that, that be good. Work. They we, they know us pretty well at the Marriott though, so we're gonna know all the people there at the Marriott Hotel. They put us up on. I think and, we get an Airbnb and, and and rent it out when we're not here. See, spoken like true mortgage brokers. And 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 speaking of, um, between the two of you guys, forty years of mortgage experience. So. Yeah, there's the fist pound. Uh, you, you certainly know what you're doing. Jason, uh, you've been with Nexa for three years now. DJ, you've been with Nexa for four years. Uh, both formerly retail guys, so you know uh, both sides of the equation. Uh, and you guys got together. Um, you, you are obviously a great team. And a part of that is your belief that success in this business is tied heavily to relationships with real estate agents. Uh, Jason, I want to ask you first, why is that the case? When I first started, um, my boss pulled me aside and he said, hey, Jason, if you want to be recession-proof, focus on purchase transactions, focus on realtors. That was back in 97, 96, and uh, I never forgot it. I never forgot the power that, that that was. I didn't listen at first, but once I did, my whole career changed. Yeah, for me, it was it was from day one. Like before I got into mortgages, I actually sold real estate for a couple of years. So I was a, I was a realtor. You were one of those. I was one of those, oh. and I just didn't like showing houses and sitting on people's kitchen tables. And hey, let me list your property. But that's fine for some people, right? But I knew when I got into mortgages that realtors work with buyers, right? It was just an obvious thing to me, and. And so I always wanted to go after well, after realtors. But one thing that shocked me when I, I told some of the loan officers at the company I was at, the first company, one of the loan officers defiantly said, or just matter of factly said, I hate realtors. Come to find that's been a sentiment of a lot of loan officers over the years. And But at the end of the day, work with the people who are working with your potential clients. It's how you go about it that matters. In the lead up to this, you guys said a lot of intriguing things that we're going to dive into. Uh, one of them is that you guys are big believers in the value of who you associate with. Jason, explain that for our listeners. Look, I want to be around. I want to be around people that elevate me. It's huge, and I and and I've been around both. But for me, I have to be around those that elevate me. And 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 I find that as I do that, not only am I elevating others around me, but I'm I'm being elevated at the same time. 
and again, I've, I, I, can't, I can't say it enough. I've lived my life both ways. It's 100% different if you find people that are, that are leveling up with you. Yeah, it's so easy uh, when things are easy. Yeah. Or you, you, you perceive that you're around the right people because everybody's optimistic when things are easy. You know, when it was $4 trillion in volume a couple of years ago for a couple of years. But it, it think you really have to evaluate it now when things are harder. That's who people really are shows out. And right now, you, you see, like you go on social media and people talking are scared. And if you get yourself around that and associate your closest people on that, it's going to pull you down. And versus right now is an opportunity. And so who you surround yourself has a big impact, in my opinion, on whether you will soar through this, get through this, or be like the 100,000 loan officers that have gotten out of the business in the last couple of years. Yeah, to, to piggyback off of that, Jason, you know, when you think about that circle of people, you know, your referral partners, the people that you are connected with in this business, how does that apply to those real estate relationships? How does it apply as far as do relationships matter or, or when finding you're, the when right you partners? Are looking, when you are looking... <clears throat> for real estate agents that you want to associate with. And you are, conversely, when you are saying, okay, I want this real estate agent to want to associate with me. Yeah. I mean, how big of a deal is that for you? You know, people say, there's a lot of trite sayings out there, but one of my favorites is, DJ knows this one well, people do business with people they like. People add things like no trust and all these things. But the, at the forefront, it's people do business with people they like. Be likable, right? Be a, Be transparent, be vulnerable. I think that's lost a lot of times in this world is that, you know, we have to show who we are and be real, be real. And you're going to find that people gravitate towards that. DJ, you were talking a couple of minutes ago about the market and some of the challenges that every LO out there is facing. And I hear so much about what brokers, what originators are trying to do to add value to real estate agents right now. So What's your advice for, for people out there? Where can they start? Well, it, it starts with, if you want to have more closings, you have to have more conversations. And if you want to have more conversations, you have to create more connections. And so if so, if you want to have more closings, let's go back to the beginning, is creating connections. And who are we talking about creating connections with? It's realtors. Loan officers right now, it's really been most of the time because loan officers were kind of, I think, spoiled in the sense of that easy business coming in. It's just what it is, right? Right now, you need to talk with realtors and you need to talk with them all the time and you talk with more of them and in order to have a conversation. And the conversation, when you get those, is trying to uncover two things. Pains they have in their business they want to get rid of and or desires they have for their business they want to get fulfilled. Now, when you look at human psychology, if you look at it, what are people more likely to take immediate action to? To do something to get rid of a pain or do something to achieve a desired result? The vast majority of people will do something more immediately to get rid of a pain. The question is, what pains are realtors having? And I can tell you 70 to 80, 90% of realtors, it's going to be communication is going to be the number one thing on there. And so if you can solve the communication thing for the realtor and what to their satisfaction and you can get them to, to say, yes, that I would find that valuable, you have them hooked. Now, there's other things you can do, provide leads and all that stuff. But if you're going to do a game theory, making the most optimal play that you can, and I know if I'm meeting with a realtor, 70 to 90% of them are going to have some, for to, so, some sort of form of communication issue with their loan officers. I solve that. I can, I can provide that to and scale that with multiple realtors. But I don't get that opportunity unless I'm trying to create connections with them. And our preferred method, and what people are going to 
say they don't want to do or whatever. I don't care if you don't want to do it. It's it's it cold works. call. It works. it works. There's a great poem, not a poem, a great speech, and it's uh, written 50, 60 years ago. But the whole gist of it is what makes people successful. It's successful people do what the unsuccessful people are unwilling to do, and they whether they like it or not. And making the calls, calling 30 realtors every single day, scheduling the meetings creates that connection. Now, there's a lot more you can go into it, but that's kind of, it's there. There's closings every single day. You just got to be the one that they send it to. So it all starts, it sounds like, with effort. You know, putting putting in the effort, time to build one. a relationship. Is that right, Jason? Yeah, number one, effort. Number one, always effort. But I, I, I want to go into something that we go into each call with. So DJ mentioned the word game theory. And, and I don't know how much anyone knows about what game theory is, but I'll give a, a, a very loose definition of it. And it's, it's taking the most appropriate action or making the best choice for the most optimal or, or most desired result, right? So if you go into a call, we're, we're going into calls now. We're talking about the effort. If you go into it with a plan, if you go into it with a direction, if you go into it with a desired outcome, you can tailor that call to see if you're getting closer or further away from your desired outcome. If you don't go in with a plan, if you don't have a desired outcome, how can you run game theory? How can you build that relationship the way you want to build it? And it's not being sneaky or anything like that. It's being tactical of, this is what I want. How do I get there? And working then in tandem with the person to get there. So, But it all starts with effort. It all starts with effort. Here's a beautiful thing, too. When you start putting in the effort and you're doing the daily, calling the realtors, you're meeting with the realtors, you start putting your pla- your, yourself in a place of prosperity versus scarcity. Why do so many loan officers don't like realtors? It's because they need to take business from any realtor that's willing to send them a deal because they're not doing enough to have more realtors. But when you come from a place of, I don't need you to send me business because if you don't send me business or I lose that relationship, I know I'm going to meet with more realtors. I'm going to develop more more relationships. Now, and if I'm providing something of value is I can go in that knowing that if it doesn't work, fine, great. And when you're not scared, that comes through your confidence, and then in turn, you end up getting more people that want to work with you if you choose to want to work with them. Because not every realtor you want to work with, because there's four C's to look for. A competent, they're competent, meaning they're good at what they do. Character, they do things the right way. Chemistry, you just work well together. And then capacity, meaning that do they even have the ability to send you deals? If they don't, they can have all three, but they only do close one deal a year. Do you want to develop relationship? But you can't get to those four C's unless you're constantly meeting with more realtors because you are stuck with any realtor that'll send you anything. And then that's where you get into a spot. I can't stand this realtor, but they're going to pay for my mortgage this month. So for you guys, it's quality over quantity because we've had people on the show before who have said, no, you need to work with as many real estate agents as you possibly can. And then we have others who are in the camp that say, no, you need to identify a handful or a dozen that are really reliable, that are really good to work with. You I guys, think you just seems... start. You just start, right? You talked about effort. You got to start somewhere, right? I, I, another quick story, okay? So I was training a bunch of loan officers, <clears throat> and and so they wanted me to get in the weeds and cold call realtors with them. And we played this game called Bingo. So what it is, it's a card that we made with 30 squares. And on each call, you had to say what was in one of the squares, right? To keep it and interesting. It, some of these are ridiculous, fun. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> So we, so we do that, and and so it's fun for the team to see me get in the trenches and do it. And I'm like, so I'm like, some of them were having saying, I can't do that square, I can't do that square. So on purpose, I did, and, and the rule was you can only do one square per call, but I did several, right, just just show you could. But in that process, because I was focusing on that, 
I was able to build a really good relationship with this realtor who I've never met before, right? She offered, and I asked for a lead on that call. It was, it was you. I, I figured out what was going, and I, I didn't want to. I, I just asked for it. She was giving me a client, and it was, and it was a down payment assistance client, and it sounded like a loan I really don't want to do. And that's right? what kind of that's the kind of first deal most loan officers will get from a realtor is something that their other loan officers they test you out with their their not so good loans, right? And I and I on the phone call, and this is kind of what shocked everyone. I said, I don't want that deal. Okay. Again, most listeners, most people wouldn't say something like this. I, I don't want that deal. I'm looking for something a little bit more fluent where I can show you, and I call it good grease. I want to compare what you would give to someone else. You're going to a fairway. I want to compare that to a loan that I'm going to do, and I want an apples to apples comparison. If you give me a bad deal or a deal that's not so good, and it's it's something, some I got to do credit repair, I got to do all these things, and you're telling me to compare with this, I'm going to look terrible. I want a fair shot at this. On that same call, they gave me a $500,000 transaction up in Scottsdale because I pushed for it and gave them the why. The why is important. Too often we get focused on just, I got to get this, or I got to do this, or I got to hit this button, or I got I to check this box. Be real. What's your intention? Be intentional. It works. And it doesn't work every time. You hear a lot of no's. Don't be afraid to hear the word no. Don't be afraid to hear the word no. I mean, that, that level of transparency... In that phone it's, call that you just talked about, yeah, like you said, not a lot of LOs. It shocks have him, the, right? Uh, the gusto, if he, you will. He's good at that shock factor too. <laughs> to do that, <laughs> you, you, you got to be different. Uh, what, what's the thing they say? Like if uh, someone says, "I'm not feeling well today," there's a good one, right? What's your response if someone's like, "Hey, I don't," yeah, if DJ said, "How you doing?" Oh, I'm not doing well. I go with it. If if you're calling a realtor, cold calling, I'm like, "How's your day?" Or if 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 you're cold calling a realtor. And you can you can visually see them when they realize you're a loan officer. They just go, huh. right? You can you, you, you feel know it. you feel, it. and then most people, and we can go into our definition of insanity and stupidity later if you want to. But is most loan officers will try to dance around it. I hit it, I hit it right away. He's like, hey, sounds like you don't want to hear from me today. You get a lot of loan officers that are calling. You know, say it with a smile and like, yeah. Then you go, I bet it's pretty annoying that they're calling you all the time. And I bet you they're all saying the exact same thing. Promise you in the world. I got good news for your realtor. I'm not like every other loan officer. I'm not going to overpromise on your And it creates get, creates a laugh. You get them to break their mode of where they're on because they're on a trajectory. You got to get them off that trajectory. Oh, I just knocked my mic. Knock that trajectory. It gives you the opportunity to actually have a conversation. Remove the barrier that they have because they automatically assume that you're like every other loan officer that calls them. Our job is for them to see we're not like everyone else. But if we act like everybody else, we he, are being like he everyone else. He broke the pattern. He broke the pattern, right? They have their pattern of saying no. He broke that pattern to break through. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to the the agent piece with you, Jason. Yeah. And you, you have a great analogy about this, um, and, it, and it relates to texting uh, with a person who you uh, are interested in or texting with a person you are dating. Oh, back to, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Well, look, a lot of these companies, I see bigger companies, they use CRMs, they use metrics, they say, are you doing this? Are, are you, how's your contact ratio? This is, and we even do it in our branch. We And to let you guys know, one of the things we're big on is we want to make sure that you've talked to a realtor, one of your realtor partners, at least had a conversation with them in the last 30 days. And we want to make sure that you're at least attempting them at least once every 10 days, some sort of, some sort of reach out. But you can tell. And this is a thing that you can tell your relationship with anyone. If I call a realtor and they don't answer, what does that tell me? Right? Maybe they're busy. Okay. So maybe I call again or maybe I double call. Um, 
Maybe they send me a quick text, hey, I'm with a client right now. Well, that's a pretty good indicator. If, if, I, if I call them two, three times and I never hear from them, if I call my wife two or three times and I never hear from her, what does that tell me? Probably in the <laughs> doghouse, right? <laughs> right? And, and, and same thing when you're dating. Back when, back when, you know, I haven't dated for a long time, but, but dating, and we didn't really text back then the same way, but, um, but, I, but I see my kids today. I see my daughters. My, my oldest daughter just got married uh, a few months ago. And, you know, if she's texting a guy or the guy's texting her and they're not responding to her, there's a reason. There's a reason. People see their texts. So it's the same thing. When you call or, or text a realtor, you'll know right away. You don't need a software to tell you. Your, your, their response and the way they respond, and again, there's always one off, so let's put that out there, but the way they respond matters, and you'll know where your relationship stands. And you can also know through things like, are you in the middle of a transaction? Is the transaction going well or not so well? You can figure these things out pretty quick. Let's go to the definition of stupidity with that. How would most loan officers handle that situation where the lo- realtor never calls them back? They would just woe is me, you know, oh, they don't want or whatever Eeyore. it is. Realtors stink. They, they don't ever want to send me business. Uh, no, no one ever likes me. <laughs> right? But what what would most never do? They wouldn't, you know, do send something on there and try to find out why are you ghosting me? Yeah. Asking something direct, you know, what's going on? Why aren't you returning my phone calls? Slide into their DMs. Whatever you have to do, figure it out, yeah. you know, and, and on there because most people won't do that. Then you might say that you might find out something happened or you might find out Whatever it is, it gives you the opportunity to create the conversation. Because other conversations don't have you don't have closings, so you have to somehow find a way to create the conversation and or move on from that. I have heard I have heard people that talk about that they're kind of in that camp of you know find these X number of realtors and focus on them, and they haven't had a conversation with the realtor for six months. Well, why are you still focusing on that realtor? Take that time you're spending and go find another realtor. Find find someone that likes you and that you like. Build that relationship. Relationships are everything. Relationships are everything. So, so to build on the dating analogy that we're going with here, yeah. so if you are talking to a realtor, mm-hmm. and, and I'm laughing here because this just it sounds like you know like like teenagers who are trying to figure out if, if they like each other. Yeah. How how do you know if a real estate agent is quote unquote into you, Jason? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna just have to figure that out. That's just that's trial and error. There's not one size fits all. Look, that that it, it's not like I'm gonna ask every realtor, "Hey, do you have a deal? I have a DPA. I don't want it. Okay, I want a conventional." Like you can't do that on the first call, right? I'm asking them to get married on the first date, right? It, that's not gonna always be appropriate. But you can figure it out through time and context clues. It's it's and DJ. Will, I mean, we'll go into this later. The friendship formula. You, you're gonna. You. What's the book everyone should read? The Like Switch, okay. L-I-K-E Switch by Jack Schaefer. My, my wife read this book on DJ's recommendation, changed her life. A book changed her life, right? I'm not I'm talking one, and it was better than the sequel, but it, it's, yes, a, it it's, it's, an, it's an amazing book and so put, to put that out there. But learn how to build those relationships with people, and it starts with the word like. All right, you, you teased it, so I, I or you teased it, DJs. I'm looking at you. Uh, the friendship formula. Like, yeah, what is that? We got to do that. Yeah. Brother. So this, let me kind of explain where the, why this is so important. Like, and I think a lot of loan officers can feel this. You have a meeting with the realtor. It goes great, and they say, "Yep, you're gonna get my next deal," but the deal doesn't show up. 
Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will automatically think maybe they weren't into me. Maybe they lied to me. We don't know that the, the case not because people are busy. They're not thinking of us as often as we like to think people are thinking of us on there. It made me realize is what is necessary is it's my job to stay in front of them so they don't forget me on there. So when they have the opportunity, they have the opportunity. I'm there at the right time at the right place on there. Now, where the book, the like switch came um, comes in. Uh, so Jack Schaefer, who's a special agent in the FBI, um, since retired, and his job w- was to essentially talk to terrorists and or bad people and get them to give up information. And he has this formula of you create the like switch. It doesn't mean you become best friends with them uh, on them, but this this formula is that the first step is proximity. In order for you to develop a relationship with somebody, you first have to be seen by them. Doesn't mean we're necessarily talking on there, you know, but I see you, you know, maybe you hear my name. There, there's some sort of acknowledgement that I see you or hear you, whatever. But that's just the first step. The second part is is frequency, and that's creating proximity often. This is what loan officers, really anybody, we, if you want to develop a relationship, you need to be around them often, seen by them often. Because the more they see you, hear from you, uh, around you, the more comfortable they automatically feel with you. Like So for instance, Justin, let's just say I, I'm at UWM all the time. I see you. We never actually interact, but we acknowledge we even see each other. But all of a sudden, we see each other in some random place. We're going to automatically have feel some more uh, comfortable with each other because we've seen each other multiple times. That's what proximity does. Uh, duration is the third step in it. This is just creating a, a time period where you're with them a, a longer period of time, like we're doing a realtor event and we're going to be at the realtors all day long. That's creating duration. And the fourth step is, is, pro, um, is sorry, is intensity. And that's where you go deeper into the relationship. Now, you won't go deep into every realtor relationship, but this is where you get to know their true fears for their business, where they're sharing with you their worries about what's going on, uh, you know, the real goals that they have, not just the stuff they, you know, the surface level things. And so the goal, if you want to get business from a realtor, work the friendship formula. What can you do to create proximity, right? Being around them, but then focus on the frequency. And that's one of the things we talk with our loan officers is that you have to be around your realtors constantly, not once a month, we're talking about multiple times per week from multiple different angles. The beautiful thing is it's not simply physically. It could be a phone call, a text message, an email, a private message on a Facebook. A video In- chat, a yep. video that you send. Interact with them on, on social media. And what they start to see is they see you everywhere without even realizing they're seeing you everywhere, but they just are seeing you everywhere. But it feels very natural and organic because how do friends um, interact? They interact the same way. Sometimes I text Jason, sometimes I send a click as our internal software, sometimes it's an email, sometimes it's a voice recording, sometimes I interact with this Facebook message, sometimes it's a phone call. That's how friends uh, friends interact with each other. But if you're just, I only do phone calls or I only do text messages, it becomes very easy to block that out. You get callous to that, but you can't callous something that it's all over the place because that's how friends. So the like switch, it's not a business book, but... When I read that, I'm like, that's what I need to do with the realtors to develop, intentionally develop that relationship. And it comes across very natural. Now, you want to have a good place from heart from it. I'll add this because it can be used in the wrong way. And unfortunately, people do it the wrong way. So you want to be intentional and sincere. And of course, that's going to help everything. Uh, but it's very powerful. And to develop those relationships quicker, you get their business faster you and you get a larger percentage of their business and more often their business too. Once you have that relationship... You know, and this is inevitable in this business, as as you guys both know. You've been doing this a long time. Deals are going to go sideways. Of course. Jason, when that happens, 
how much easier is it to navigate that with your agent when you have the relationship? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like it. it. In fact, that's one of the parts of game theory you should be thinking about when you're building the relationship is that when a deal goes south, you're not, you're not trying to draw that negative karma to you, but like you said, it's inevitable, right? So when that happens, it's so much easier to navigate when you have a relationship with someone. If, if, if I go and it's just like my wife, I've been married almost 27 years. I have a relationship where we can, we've got through so much that I can get through so much, right? The little things are not going to, there's even bigger things. They're not going to affect my relationship like they would maybe a surface relationship because we have that. It's the same thing. It's just on a different scale. And that's, that's why relationships will always be so important. Because you can work through things. They'll know who you really are. The whole thing, the whole thing about this, and DJ alluded to this, is you have to be genuine. You can't come in place. The worst thing that I could hear anyone say is fake it till you make it. That is exploitative. <laughs> swear word, swear word, swear word. Right? <laughs> it, it is because here's the thing is that it's, it's not real. And people are going to read through it. The, the, the thing that makes relationships grow, the thing that makes relationships thrive is people being open to each other and vulnerability. Communication, as he said in the beginning, will always be number one. Will always be number one. And and I feel it's like it's the loan officer's obligation because the realtor is the one sending us the deal most of the time that we have to be willing to communicate more. We have to be willing to put ourselves out there more. We can't get all prideful. Yeah, I'm a loan officer and I did this much volume and I did this. The realtor, I hate talking to realtors. Why? Why? They're going to be there for you through any market. Oh, I'm going to choose to leave them during the refi boom. You're a loss. I'll go take them. Yep. Feed your partners and, and be good partners back. It, it's worth it. And be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be yourself all the time. Th- this has been great. Uh, you guys are you guys are more than LOs. You're more than branch managers. You know, just, just listening to you talk, you are truly um, not just scholars of the mortgage game, but scholars, at least from where I sit, uh, of the psychology of business and and i feel like there are so many valuable takeaways that our listeners uh now have from listening to you so um jason dj many thanks for joining us thank you you. to make sure you never miss an episode subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review and look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country i'm justin white We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.